Hi there, it's Ellie Singer with KTLF Radio, another one of our podcasts, another one of our partnering ministries we get to introduce to you, and I've really been excited about this one. I've got Jake with Shield 616 in the studio with me. Jake, welcome here. Been really anticipating this interview, looking forward to it, and looking forward to the uh, our listeners getting better acquainted with you and your ministry. We call it a ministry, right? Absolutely. I can't thank you enough for having me. I'm just thrilled to get the message out there. And like we said just a couple minutes ago, it's a good morning to put the Lord to work. So let's do this. Amen. Now, you... Um, you were with Colorado Springs Police Department for a while, right? I was. Yep. I was a police officer for just under 14 years from about 2004 to about 2017. So, yes. Wow. Okay. Yep. And which division did you serve at just out of curiosity? I bumped to three of them. I worked out of Gold Hill, Stetson Hills, and Falcon. And then I was also part of our special response team. So, yep, okay. I was kind of a little bit of everywhere. Uh, given the name, it's an affiliation. There's an affiliation with our law enforcement officers. And that is something, that's a vision born to you, right? Yeah. And so obviously the 616 part comes from Ephesians 6.16, where it says, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And so so when we dive into my story a little bit more, it'll make a little bit more sense. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, obviously we're a ministry out there that donates rifle-rated armor, and it gives us a chance to share the gospel with these men and women. That is so awesome. I am curious how shield 616 i'm glad you explained that that the scripture base is six ephesians 616 yep. if if you were starting the it going to explain the foundational yep the foundation of shield 616 is yep yeah so yeah it goes back to me being a police officer and why we specifically donate rifle rated vests to our first responders is because i was involved in two different active shooters I was one of the officers that responded to the New Life Church active shooter back in 2007. Yes. And then part of the, I was one of the tactical guys that responded to the uh, Planned Parenthood active shooter on Black Friday 2015. And in both of these shootings, we went up against guys whose only intent that day was to kill as many people as they could. And both of them were armed with rifles. And a lot of people don't realize when you see a police officer out there or a sheriff deputy or a trooper, you know, we wear what we call a soft vest. We wear it our whole shift and, and we have it on us all the time. It's mandatory. Mm -hmm. But those soft vests are only designed to stop handgun caliber weapons. It's not going to stop anything if it's rifle related. And so going up against these guys in those situations, you know, basically our law enforcement who is expected to protect you and every community member, every listener right now, we're expected to protect you from whatever threat you are dealing with. But if it involves a rifle, you know, we didn't have any protection while we were trying to do that. And so obviously I'm a child of, you know, God can use anything. God can even use violence to, for his glory and to promote his will. And, and, and that's what he did with me. And, you know, I was involved in those situations and I just, the Lord just laid it on my heart to form a nonprofit that was going to help to get the specific rifle rated armor out there to protect our protectors. But obviously there's a bigger goal in mind. And that is to obviously share the gospel and to let them know that, there's a better peace. There's a better hope. There's a better protection. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously through the free salvation and the gift of, of, of Jesus Christ dying on that cross for us. So. so the vision, was that born, was it kind of born like when you were decompressing after one of these volatile incidents? Was it born during that? Was it something that during a message you heard? So it was roughly in 2014. Uh, the Lord just started to, to work on my heart and I knew he was telling me something 
um, I couldn't sleep uh, for multiple days. I did not sleep, and I mm. I knew the Lord was doing something, mm-hmm. and I was kind of already looking into the armor industry a little bit, trying to get better protection, and and so one of my favorite people in the world, uh, Chaplain Gene from he's one of the Colorado Springs <clears throat> Police Department's chaplains, and I just reached out to him and said, Gene. The Lord's got something for me coming. I don't know what it is, but I need you to start praying for me, please. You, it was and, already and, stirring. In yeah, you. and uh, yeah. Gene is such a prayer warrior, and he was praying. And Aww. and over about the course of a, about a month, the Lord really just started to reveal to me, uh, obviously, what is now Shield 616, but just just the way he laid it out so clearly. You know, I, I'm just a dumb sheep out here, and he needed to be very clear with me and simple. And, yeah. and basically just said, you know what, Jake, this is something that our protectors need, and this is going to give us a chance for our church congregations, our local faith based to bridge that barrier that exists between our law enforcement and the community members. Mm -hmm. And we're going to use this gear that they know they need, they know they want, and it's going to allow for us to walk through that barrier. You know, the Lord's kicking that door in for us and we're going to be able to walk in there and not only love them, bless them with something potentially Mm life-saving, but it's going to give us their ears. It's going to give us prepared hearts. And the Lord then let me walk through the plan parent active shooter to give me a story as part of my testimony that I share, you know? And so these men and women, they listen because they're, they're okay. Jake's been through this, you know, and, and, right. and they want to listen to that. They want to hear it. And that gives me that chance and almost, uh, almost their honor, their respect, their willingness to, to listen. And that's when I use that opportunity to to tell them more about about Jesus and how they can have something that can never be damaged, that can never be defeated, it can never be broken. And and I tell them that you know they can be a different officer, you know, when they have that and knowing that they're going to be okay no matter what they endure that day. And so so that's just kind of a long story of you know kind of how Shield came about and and it was just phenomenal. The Lord just laid it on my heart to you know, to, to share the gospel during those presentations, but to build the relationships. Right. And so it's almost like adopt a child, you know, where there's a lot of ministries out there where, you know, you can adopt a child. Well, as part of our program, whether it's an individual or a couple or a family, a business, a foundation, a radio station. Yeah. When people get behind our effort and they help donate and raise funds to provide this armor, they have a chance to meet that officer or that deputy uh, that this gear goes towards. And so it's, an awesome opportunity f- to build those relationships that are so desperately needed in the law enforcement world. And yes. it gives those people a chance to show these guys and gals the love of Christ. And it's just so cool to see and to hear all the stories of that relationship. And it's just been a lot of fun to see our officers being impacted in such a powerful way. That is awesome. And you know what? That's like a divine pushback against bef- when we were exchanging emails and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going, I'm going there. It's like a divine pushback against the irresponsible and reckless and feckless anti-cop narrative that was fomented, especially several years ago, you know, and yeah, I'm going there unapologetically that it's, it's sort of a divine pushback that you're doing there that people can get acquainted with. And I've spoken with other Colorado Springs police officers too over the years. And they'll say, you know, this community is actually a good community, been good to us, but this helps with that, that it helps like, okay, wait a minute. I've been told one thing about police officers that they're all, you know, broad brushed and there's, there's bad apples in every bunch, including yeah. churches, including yes. you're going to find them everywhere. Yep. But so it's wonderful that they have an opportunity to actually put a person 
an actual person, yep. not a uniform and a badge yep. per se, but an actual yep. person can make that connection there. Exactly. And you're right. And I, and, and I tell the officers in our presentations that your community does support you. Don't believe that national narrative that you know the defund the cops the cops are the problem your community does support you right you just don't deal with the majority of these people you know and and even if you do if you think about what a police officer does even if i do get to deal with ellie one day i get to deal with you if you're having to call 911 i'm probably not seeing you in your, in your best moment and right. so as an officer it's very easy to become just very hardened and really jaded yeah, yeah. jaded and hardened and and just really yeah. look at your community of you know almost why do i live here you know you really yeah. do see the ugliness of any community but you because have to be, that's by by nature of exactly, what you do exactly. that's what you face day to day yep. that's your job and so that's why it's important for us to be reminded of we deal with just a small percentage of our community in our community right. in a huge way probably va- I, I think it's safe to say vast majority of people do support our law enforcement out there yeah but they don't know how to do it in a lot of cases and so this gives us them an amazing opportunity to have a direct line of communication, a one-on-one opportunity to know um, our men and women that wear that uniform and to, to be able to communicate with them and to support them and encourage them. But for our officers to know, hey, I got somebody in my corner that appreciates me. Oh, I got somebody yeah. in my corner that's praying for me or, hey, she's dropping off goodies at my mailbox at the police yeah. station or something. You know, they need to know that. And, yeah. and, and it's very easy to lose sight of that. And so... We just got to make sure that they know that we see the good work they're doing. We appreciate them. We love them and that they are a true light in a very darkening world. Right. I've had the opportunity before, too, that um, attempting to buy lunch or something for an officer. And one of them, he told me, he said, well, we're not really allowed to let you do that or something like that. And I can't remember what I said. I said, well, let me try this way. And I went kind of through the back door. I didn't want to be, you know, disobedient or or disrespectful, but it was when you have an opportunity to do that kind of thing or simply someone in uniform, even if you mouth a thank you or in the coffee drive through, I've had that, you know, that that I've been able to pay for coffee for, and it's really rewarding to get to do that. Just that one little thing. That's a way of a total stranger saying, Hey, yeah. Got your six. You yeah. know they, they, exactly. And I would encourage everyone that's listening to this, no matter where you are, if you have that opportunity to go over there and shake their hand and truly look them in the eye and say thank you. Yes, I appreciate you. That goes a long way. I can tell you, this job is very hard, and you do hard, discouraging things every single day. Yep. And I can tell you, just those words of encouragement probably will go a very long way for that officer in their day, no matter where they're at in their shift. It, you know, they know, need that encouragement. You yes. didn't, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You didn't know what call they just came back yep. from. Yep. Or what call they're going to go to. And they might exactly. be reminded, you know what, that gal in the coffee line paid for my, you know what, I I, I got to go do this. I got to keep fighting for my community because yeah. they are behind me. And and so it, it's really, really important, that relationship, relationship aspect that we do. Amen. So what does it look like? We, we use the term maybe adopt an officer. Yeah. How does that work for the listener right now? That's like, what What can I, I want to adopt an officer? So yeah. what does that look like? How do I do it? Can you give us the steps Absolutely. for that? And like we, when we website, were talk- all that? Yep, yep. And when we, when we were talking this morning before we came on, you know, I was encouraged to hear just the, the broad scope of, of the region that you guys cover, you know, all the way up into Wyoming, you know, and yeah. all the way down south to Raton. And so whoever's listening, you know, we're, we're all over the state. We're actually all over the country. Um, we're all over the state of Colorado. We're up in Wyoming. 
And um, so, exactly. And so <laughs> I think what makes us unique and I think why we're so successful is no matter where the listener is right now, they can have an impact on their local law enforcement. So they can go to our website, shield616.org, and they can reach out to us and say, hey, I live in, let's just say Raton. We were talking about that earlier. I live down here. Can I support an officer? One of my officers down here. And yeah. yes, absolutely. Oh, you that's can. great. And we want them to have that local interaction and that support. And so what we do when we do our fundraising, uh, we all invite, we call the vest presentation and we have all the vests lined up. And if anybody wants to go out, whether on our website, or if they want to go to our social media, look up shield 616 on whether it's, you know, Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, you can see all the pictures of our vest presentations. Oh, and we have all the officers or deputies or troop or whoever coming in and their families. Uh, but we also have the donors coming in. Well, again, whether it's an individual, a business, a church, a foundation, whatever they get to come in and then they one get to see exactly where their money went because the vest is sitting there but two they get to see those officers receive that gift and it becomes Mm. a very emotional ceremony because those people realize that their gift is now priceless that that officer is now walking away with something that they're going to trust their life with and you provided that you know and it's pretty cool and then to see to make that face-to-face introduction it's yeah. really neat. And I, I tell you, our first responders' hearts are, are being softened with what they're going through. And they, they want to be loved. They want to be encouraged and supported. And to have a stranger come up and do that, yeah. you know, the hearts are right for the picking. And they're so grateful for it. And, and it's really cool. We have two magnets. And it's got the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo on there. But it has a place that we write the officer's name and his work email on there. And then the donor's name is on the other magnet and their contact information, and we swap it. And so that officer walks away with his donor's info, and the donor walks away with their officer's info. And it's on a magnet because we all go to the refrigerator every day, some Mm -hmm. more than others. And (laughs) But I I tell the folks, when you see that magnet on your fridge, say a prayer for them. Yeah. And I can tell you they're probably having a hard day. But number two, let it be a reminder to you, hey, maybe I do need to reach out to him and treat him to coffee or lunch or, or hey, our business is doing something fun or, hey, we're doing something fun here at the radio station. That's a vitamin or, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, whatever it could be. You know, I tell people cops like to do fun things, too. Yeah, they like to be included in fun, uplifting things. I can't too. imagine how and, much therapy so, that is for them to have something fun. Yeah. And what's cool is they're coming. Yeah. You know, they want to be part of it. And it's really cool for them to be invited as a family. Not just the officer, the family gets to come to and be loved on, you know. And so, uh, you know, when God came to this earth, he was all about relationships. And that's what the heart of our ministry is, too. It's not only this gear. Gear is very important. But obviously more, we want to give the the folks an opportunity to show these guys the love of Christ, to experience the love of Christ, and to help build that relationship into something more with the ultimate goal of these men and women coming to know Jesus, you know, going to those churches and, and obviously developing a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's amazing to me. You have thought of everything, Jake. It's no, amazing. I have thought of nothing. Thankfully, the Lord knows what he's doing. And well, he's given I know. me this, 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 this but he's in ministry. you. So, you so, know, and yes. you and you've obviously followed that obe- that leading and been obedient to that because that whole relationship thing, we can get so mechanical in relationships. That officer, like we talked about the incident, you know, if somebody buys someone coffee, that that day, that's like a boost for them. That's an uplift for them. Yeah. But to have that person that they have exchanged the magnets with the contact information. Mm-hmm. In other words, that person can contact the officer and say, hey, you've been in my heart today. Anything specific you need for prayer, exactly. you know, or can I take you to lunch or whatever, yep. and vice versa. Yes. That right there 
is a daily like thread that runs. Yeah. That's like a daily uplift for them. Yeah. That when they're having a hard time, they're going. I bet they're praying for me right now. Where, yep. What a wonderful connection. Well, I want to tell you a cool that. story that happened here in Colorado Springs. So th- this couple donated a vest to a Colorado Springs police officer. And we had it's been quite a few years now, though. But uh, we had a crazy call going on. This guy was going around and and he was shooting. And 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 it went to multiple locations before the cops were just finally able to finally catch up to this guy. And and the, sh- the shooting was happening now between the officers and this guy and and one of the officers texted his wife and said, hey, I'm going to this call. And he just said, I'm very thankful for my shield gear. And his wife texted the donor and said, hey, my husband's going to this call right now and just said how thankful he was for your donation. And that donor had heard about what was going on. It was on the news because this was kind of a tr- uh, an active thing happening here in the Springs, kind of going kind of th- throughout Colorado Springs. And and that donor didn't know what to do with themselves. They're like, oh, my gosh. I heard about that. Now I need to find out what's happening. So now they stopped their life. They're turning on the news. They're turning on the radio. And they're now more invested in the law enforcement. They now have more care and concern right. because that's now their officer. And, right. and they did not know what to do with themselves. And they that was stressful for them to know. And, and you know, we told them, welcome to the Blue family. Uh, this is what happens a lot of times on a daily basis yeah. for the loved ones, for the officers. And it just really hit home for him of, my gosh, my gift was used out there today. And that officer was thinking about this and how grateful he was to have that protection while he was out there trying to protect the community. And wow. so it just really goes to show you, I mean, it's, there's nothing better out there than something life-saving, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and the officers know that. And so it's just to help cool. an officer to be, to be there, to help an officer facilitate them being able to go home safely to their family at night, yes. which that's, a lot of the big goal every time you as an officer would respond to a call, part of it's like, I have to, I have to enforce the law. I have to protect the innocents here and I need to get home safe to my family. That to me, and there are always instant decisions you have to make. Yeah. That to me, that takes a lot of quick, I mean, you know, PTSD is something we hear about, but it's like for a police officer, that's a daily air quotes here opportunity because as people listen here they're probably you know that the the gratitude for our leos the gratitude for law enforcement getting stirred up so they want to be able to be there for an officer what steps do they take again yeah, so well, well, if they want to participate with us, again, reach out to us. Either I mean, they can go to our social medias, but if they want to go to the website, shield616.org, they can find all of our contact information on there. Or if they just want to do something on their own for their local first responder, the sky's the limit. And I just tell people, how would you like to be blessed if you were doing a very hard job every day? What would be a blessing to you? Mm-hmm. Because I'll just say, you know, it's probably a blessing to them too. And so whether it's bringing in a card or whether it's just stopping into a local police department just to say thank you and shake some hands, whether it's, um, you know, bringing in some goodies or like you've said, treat them to coffee, treat them to lunch if they're out there, if they're able to do that, or take in a moment to stop and walk over to them and shake their hand, look at them in the eyes and tell them how grateful you really are. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage people to say more than just thank you. Truly tell them how grateful you are uh, for what they're doing, um, you know, you know, words of kindness go a long way. Acts and make eye contact when way. you say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, and so anyone that's listening, you can do small things to huge things and it's all going to have an impact for the good and they need all of it. 
Yeah, amen. Although I like the fact that, yes, do that on a regular basis when you see law enforcement, but at the same time, Shield 616 gives us an opportunity to expand our horizons and how we can express gratitude and thanks. I think what we uh, we're blessed because of me being a former officer, but what we've done, you know, we're in all four corners of Colorado. You know, we're in, I would probably say pretty close to a vast majority of agencies across the state. And when we do something, you know, we did, it just, it helps for, for the citizens that might not know what to do or how to do it or how to go in there. Right. We can easily help them with that and open that door for them. And, yeah. and it's cool, you know, and it's just so neat to see the officers responding and just to see them smile and know that they're being uplifted and encouraged. You know, that's just, you know, that's what Jesus is about, you know, just to love on others, uh, you know, love them unconditionally. And, and I can tell you, they're sensing something different. You know, they're sensing something different with what we're doing. And, and um, you know, it's my hope and prayer that the Holy Spirit's moving in a way that um, only the, the Holy Spirit can and, and that these hearts are being impacted and moved to, to, to making that, that ultimate decision in Jesus Christ. When you're talking about law enforcement, you're talking about police departments, yep. sheriff's departments. Yep. What else am I missing here? So, uh, op- State patrol, is that included yeah, in it? Yeah, so also game okay. wardens. Um, and we also do fire and EMS. And a lot of times I'll get asked, well, why do firefighters need this stuff? And uh, I think everybody knows. Kidding? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, they don't go to fires all the time. If you look at what they're doing, I'd probably say they do more stuff outside of firefighting than firefighting. And uh, especially when you start dealing with violence, they're there. Usually there's victims that they got to get in there. Then if you go all the way over to the left and you're, and we start to talk active shooter, they got to get in there. You know, if we have people that are bleeding, the out, firefighters, the firefighters, the, the paramedics, yes, the they, paramedics, because really they, they kind of go in they're in tandem, aren't they? Typically, yes. And I mean, they're coming in right behind us. They are in that hot wow. zone. They are in harm's way. We have got to get them to those injured people. You know, we don't have time to wait. And so, th- the right. way that they're training is, we got to get in there and start doing some life saving you know, measures to, to help these people from bleeding So basically out, so. they sort of have a de facto badge underneath their turnout gear. Yeah in, yeah. in essence, you know. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, we talk a lot about mental health, you know, the, the unfortunate yes. mental health issues that are out there now. And there's a big push to not have law enforcement be involved in that. And that a lot of times has fallen on EMTs and firefighters are now going out there and dealing with potentially some unstable people. And, you know, we're unfortunately wow. seeing it. They're violent, and sometimes their uh, you know shootings are happening, and law enforcement's not there, and so we would love to make sure that they're not only also protected, but them too, you know, they also need to hear the story of Jesus Christ and hear the gospel, and, and exactly they need to know that. But but you know, it's the it's the thing about just like the vest, the the tangible things. It's like you can you can share the gospel with somebody that's genuinely hungry. I realize. There's a lot of panhandlers that make more money than I do, you know, that I, I, I get all that. But the people that are genuinely in need, it's one thing to, you know, give them a, a Bible tract or something. It's another to feed them yeah. and their family or something. It's another yeah. to provide something for them to have a tangible thing because that makes your gospel more real. Yeah. You know, yep. You know, I, I there's a lot of times we'll, we'll start to talk with people or try and get an effort going. And eventually I'll get to a point where I just say, 
I'm done talking. We now need to become men and women of action. We've got Amen. to start going here. And, and, you know, and, and again, going back to, you know, when Jesus was on his earth, he was a man of action. And, and we, we, you know, we need to do the same thing. And so by being men and women of action, people, like you said, they see that. And it's more than just words. And, and they see our faith in action. And I don't think there's anything better than that. Wow. And you're, you're all across the state. So in other words, you're Denver, you're all across the state. You pretty much, you're connected with pretty much every law enforcement division in the vast majority of them. There are still some stragglers that are out there, but we would, if there's a listener out there that happens to be one of those stragglers that they are so important to us because that's how we get into that community. We are blessed. We don't do anything proactive. We can barely keep up with everything that's coming at us. Yeah. And so the only way we go into a new community is if a community member reaches out to us or the agency reaches out to us. And so this listener, you could be the tip of the spear in helping us launch an effort for your first responders in your area. So I would encourage anybody that can do anything whether it's helping us network or even a, a small donation or a large donation, mm-hmm. whatever, um, reach out to us and let's see what we can do together. And let's just trust in the Lord that he's going to move in a way that only he can to make this happen. And, and so it's, it, 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 it's exciting. Now, if you, you talking about the community, someone in the community, someone in the community could, you're encouraging them to, to reach out to their local law enforcement and say, Hey, you guys connected with shield 616. Because I yep. know the people that would be willing to do that. They could either do that or literally, if they want to reach out to us, they could go to our website. Again, shield616.org. And then shoot you can us an email. They can send us a, or they can find our telephone number, call us directly. Mm-hmm. And they could say, hey, I live in Salida, Colorado. Um, and then what we'll do I is like, we can say, hey, we're already <laughs> here. We're doing this. Or, hey, no, we're not. Right. Let us reach out to the agency unless they have a connection or unless they want to. Um, but, you know, a lot of times it's easier for us to reach out to them and to get a listening ear and to get to the right person. And what we'll typically do is we'll go down there and we'll meet with that agency and we'll meet with that person reaches out to us. Okay. And we'll just say, this is who we are. This is what we want to do. And thankfully, you know, Ellie down in Salida reached out to us and, and we'll start that ball rolling and, and we'll get it going and, awesome. and, and start the effort. Is it a network that if you start with the police department, you're also going to check up on the fire department, see if you're connected in a particular well, area? Well, typically word will spread quickly and they'll all want it. So, but what we'll That's typically great. do is we'll talk with the donor, the person reaching out to us and we'll just say, who would you like to donate to or where do you live or, or where's your business or where's your church? If there was something happening at one of those, who would be the ones responding? That's where we'll start because we want the officers or the deputies that patrol that area to be like, Hey, those are my people's house or, Hey, that's my radio station right there. Or, yeah. Hey, that's, you know, that's my church. You know, I, I want to have that relationship yeah. literally where they can cruise by or stop in. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of p- businesses or churches offering their break rooms to their officer mm-hmm. and the officers love it. Cause they get to usually come in and have a clean bathroom. Big deal for women, Ellie having mm-hmm. a clean bathroom, but also they know when they go in there, they're going to get some handshakes, some smiles, some hugs, yes. and they can let their guard down for just a little bit, you know, while they're doing that. That, or, hey, can I go into my your break room and I can let my guard down instead of maybe having to go into a restaurant where I don't know anybody or whatever, you know? Right. They can just take a couple minutes break in their in their in the chaos of their day. Okay, so just a few, just half a minute left okay. here. Let people know 
how if you can just quickly say how you believe that the the affiliation the connection with ktlf that that working partnership what's significant about that and then quickly give your website i know that's a loaded question here we go next half it's shield s-h-i-e-l-d 616.org and as far as we, your platform is, is phenomenal because literally it's all four corners of the state. It's also yeah. in Wyoming. There are so many people out there right now that are listening that have never heard of us and they could be the tip of the spear. They could help provide something life-saving to their local first responders. And so I can't thank you enough for giving us this platform for to letting all these people across the state hear of who we are, what we're doing, and to let us come into their communities. It'd be a huge blessing. So I'd really encourage anyone out there, please go to shield616.org, find out how you can get involved in that promise you will be blessed getting to know your first responders. Thank you so much, Jake with Shield 616, for taking the time and really looking forward to our next podcast with you. Thank you so much. God bless you and those other ministers of protection that don't bear the sword in vain, as the scripture refers to our Leos. You're a blessing. Thanks for having me. 